This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. You know, we never really got around to talking about CMC. Going to San Francisco, Matt. Uh, the tree kind of happened after we had done all the podcasting that we do during the week. Um, and obviously, it was a big shocker last week. We saw him, you know, in, in, in a pretty good role there in his first game in San Francisco. But just wanted to get your opinion, get pick your brain on how this might impact the the pass catching work for for all the guys, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and then George Kittle, who, oh, by the way, George Kittle had his best game last week as well with CMC in the mix. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of hard to take too much away from that first showing um, because, you know, he got, like you said, I had done all, all my podcasting, all my work, and then Thursday night during uh, when the Cardinals are beating the crap out of the Saints. Did anybody watch like the last five minutes of that game? Or was everybody just like on Twitter scrolling CMC news? Cause that's when, that's when that thing broke. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so right. it was after everything is over, you know, he gets there like on Friday. So he was never going to play a big, big role. I think we'll obviously learn a lot more in a big division game with the LA Rams this week uh, than yeah. we did last week. But you know, the rushing stuff, like forget it. It's all going to go to CMC at some point too. It's kind of crazy that the, Shanahan contingent like that you know Mike Shanahan Kyle Shanahan have been the best at finding these like random undrafted gems but like still just blow picks on running backs all the time like and and give up huge like resources to get running backs you know like remember they gave that big free agent contract to Jarek McKinnon they trade all these boatload of draft picks to damn you know get CMC and then of course they always like maybe they're just tired of like spending third trading up in the third fourth round for guys like that cut after one year like joe williams or trey sermon and tdp is gonna be next so they're just like all right enough of this like no like let's take the temptation away from kyle get all our draft picks out of here and just get a good running back i guess that's probably the move there but i know people don't care i know a lot of people don't care about roster construction and 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 those kind of things but you just you, you you hit on so many points like think about the assets that they have used on running back which we know is a depressed asset now in the nfl you spend yeah. in consecutive years you spend third round pick. So now we've spent two third round picks looking for a running back. Then you make this trade for CMC that also included what a second and a third. So if you think about it, some, some, someone was doing the value and you know, this stuff's all like, who knows, but uh, somebody did like the value calculation of all the picks they gave up. And it's like equivalent to the fourth overall pick or something like that. So, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I I mean, again, you know, it's not the fourth overall pick. It's like a second, a third, a fourth, blah, blah, blah. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's a lot to give up for sure. And look, I love CMC. I think he's a great player. I've seen him since college. Good Lord. Um, But again, this guy does come in with a pretty long 
injury history as well, playing for yeah. a team that cannot keep running backs healthy. Like all yeah, of that I know, seems I know. not like a good idea. Dude. I know, None I know. Seems like a good idea. All all this stuff got cut out of the the Yahoo podcast because obviously he got traded that day. But you know, I was joking around with um with my buddy Dalton, who's a 49ers fan on the and on the preview show that he was on that week and i said like oh they trade for cmc cmc's getting hurt on the plane ride over because it's, <laughs> it's not even just like it's not just running backs dude everybody that plays for kyle shanahan gets hurt. shanahan's gonna have him do a deadlifts on the freaking private jet over he's gonna get hurt there so far that hasn't happened but yeah i, I definitely thought like i don't believe in yeah i think like cmc's but stayed all he stayed healthy all year long like a lot of the stuff that he's dealt with has been a little bit fluky but it definitely part of me was like a little shiver down my spine when I thought about him <laughs> playing for the 49ers who just everybody gets hurt for that team all the time. So no, I, I agree know. with you there, but I think the, the biggest interesting part about CMC will be, you know, the, the passing game stuff, because you know, I was actually reading um, something from, from Jordan Rodriguez who covers the Rams and the Rams of course were in on this CM, in on the CMC discussions, at least like right. kick, the, kick the idea around. And she had said that, the Rams actually had a kind of a, a thought in place that we're going to trade for CMC. He's going to be a running back for now, but like in eventually the next couple of years, if we keep him in the building, like we're going to transition him to wide receiver, um, which is interesting. I mean, he obviously is a, if anybody could do it, if anybody could be like a legit slot receiver uh, at the running back position, it probably would be CMC. Um, like in terms of a guy who can run, real i mean i'm not gonna go in and chart cmc's routes for reception perception i'm not doing any running backs but like i think he probably could could right. could play slot receiver so i thought that was an interesting um not just thought that was an interesting uh idea from the rams we'll never know if that was going to happen or not but yeah obviously he should be a big part of the passing game for you know for the for the san francisco 49ers he only ran a route on 21.2 percent of the dropbacks 18.2 percent targets per route run uh against the chiefs last week so again we haven't seen him fully unleashed but definitely i thought you know debo samuel who has a hamstring injury right now he's just gonna probably be playing real receiver now at this point you know I, hmm. I, he's not gonna he's certainly not gonna be doing any of that like wide back stuff because i think they'll still try to get Elijah Mitchell some carries when he gets off of IR. Of course, I, he's hurt. Um, I think they'll keep Jeff Wilson involved until then. And, like, I don't think Debo's going to be doing too much rushing stuff. And, you know, he's also the guy that hit the areas where he gets designed screens and, and, and leak routes and stuff like that certainly overlaps the most with where McCaffrey would be used. Uh, so I think they'll do a lot of cool stuff with Debo is still, I think they'll do a lot of cool stuff with McCaffrey, but I couldn't help but think that, yeah, if somebody's going to lose a little bit of what they do in this offense, it probably would be some of that Debo stuff, which I mean, do you really want to take touches away from Debo? I, I don't know. Yeah. So actually that's the reason why I thought that maybe George Kittle would maybe see a big downshift in production because Kittle, I mean, first of all, he's let it even be not. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I love blocking. I love going yeah, downfield and just yeah. tossing guys out the club, right? Like, he loves that part uh, of the tight end game. Um, so I just wonder if they kind of, like, downshift the number of routes that he runs. Because, again, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this, it's all it's all speculative. It's, it's like all trying to figure out the, the mad genius mind of Kyle Shanahan because you've got – a wide receiver who could play running back. You've got a running back who could play wide receiver. Uh, you've got George Kittle who can be a downfield threat. Um, and then meanwhile, you've got this like prototypical, um, you know, X receiver and Brandon Ayuk that they don't utilize that often. Right. So uh, how does it all lately, mix in? Though. 
Yeah, no, it's true. No, no, no. It's definitely yeah, true. Although Jimmy two- G still looks terrible. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's award-winning 24 7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah that that is a thing like i mean like that was another thing with my first kind of reaction where look it's good for cmc to go to a team that's actually going to score touchdowns okay we just talked about the carolina panthers and like yep. we're we're yeah you know, we're talking about how disastrous of an offense he left it's a clear win because it's like CMC really, really good. 49ers offense going to be better than the Panthers. That's a win for fantasy. No reason to like tick him down or anything. But the one thing we're always complaining about with the 49ers because Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback is that there will always be meat left on the bone. This is Correct. why we got excited about Trey Lance. So why we got excited about Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk and stuff like that. But and now we're adding another guy to the mix, the target, you know, more, more like we're adding another rack of ribs when we're already leaving meat <laughs> on the bone, you know? So how much meat can we really eat here? I mean, right. Worth giving it a shot, but you know, it's just, it's just a thing to think about, but yeah, Ayuk has been so good the last two weeks, 11 targets and back-to-back games. You know, we talked about him on a show recently where, you know, his, I got to put his in-season charting stuff on the uh, website. I, I slacked on doing it last week after we talked about on the podcast, but guy's been awesome this year he's been getting open um at will i can't wait to see him against the rams this week because last time you know it doesn't show up the box score i know people are sick of me hearing sick of, sick of me saying that but you know he was cooking the rams last time they played that that secondary he was just open at all levels of the field and you know jimmy just didn't have didn't it didn't need to to do it very much they didn't need to do, didn't need to do much to beat the rams last time because the defense destroyed him but their defense hasn't been as good uh, obviously going against patrick holmes that's gonna that's gonna have that happen to you but yeah, you know, eleven targets for Brandon. You can back to back games, and I think he's the yeah. guy that what what he does well overlaps the least with CMC being added there. So I still feel really good about Ayuk, and you know, he's again, he's just been so good uh, in all phases, blocking his ass off too, man. I mean, my God, that guy loves talk about someone who loves to get after it. That guy loves to get after it in the run game. So um, I feel still pretty good about Ayuk, but all these other guys, I'm like, man, yeah, to CMC kind of eat into their workload. And also, by the way, too, Debo has a hamstring injury, and I I, I don't think he's going to play here in week eight, and you know, that could be just more good stuff for Ayuk and all these other guys. What is the mad scientist going to do when he gets in the lab with CMC in the mix, you know? Uh, I mean, there's really not that many coaches that would have drawn up the plays that they've drawn up for Debo Samuel, too, you know? Like, how no. many how many coaches are really going to do what Kyle Shanahan has been able to do with Devo. So that's, 
I'm just so curious to see how they fully integrate a special player, a special offensive weapon. Forget about what position he plays. It's just a special weapon in CMC. And Debo, special weapon. George Kittle, when he's on fire, he's unstoppable. You could yeah. say the same thing about Brandon Ayuk. When he is just in his bag, forget about it. You can't stop the guy. So they have four guys that you have to account for. And when they're cooking, they can't be stopped. Right. Yeah. So, and then, and then meanwhile, you got a signal caller in Jimmy G that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All <laughs> yak guys too. You know, all, all guys that all those, all four of those dudes can make so many big plays mm-hmm. after the catch, like consistently make the first guy miss all of them. And you know, Debo makes all, all 11 guys on defense miss sometimes. So it will be great to see Jimmy. I mean, he should just get it out. Just get it out to your first read every single time. It should be every fine. time. Don't, don't run out of the back of the F and end zone. And I don't want to see, <laughs> right. Let me tell you what, James, what I don't want to see. Right. I don't want to see another football going to Ray, Ray McLeod, another football oh, going to Charlie exactly. Warner. These like, I mean, they have, they have designed big plays for those guys and they don't make those plays. So, um, right. Yeah. I don't need to be seeing, I don't need to be seeing that. Can I issue an apology to Miko Hardman? <laughs> <laughs> I got what we were talking about Sky Moore last week, and I was like, man, get get Miko all the way out of here. Like, I don't want to see oh, any yeah. more Miko Hardman snaps. And what does he do? He puts together his best game. He looked incredible. Uh, four receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown. And then he caught another, he had another two carries for 28, another two touchdowns. He had his best game of his career in the same week when I'm saying that Kansas city needs to get him out of the offense. You know what I mean? So let me just issue an apology to Miko Hardman. Cause dude, absolutely shoved it down my throat, putting together his best game. <laughs> hey, chiefs receivers have been pretty good the last couple of weeks to the point that it's like, yeah, I don't know how soon they're going to be, um, you know, really, really trying to get sky more on the field, especially Juju has been really good the last two weeks, you know, as a, uh, zone beating receiver which is yeah. what he is in reception perception you know especially against the 49ers a lot of big plays against zone coverage a lot of big plays after the catch and you know they're putting him in a little more position to do that type of stuff but yeah McCole Hardman man he can <laughs> he can do that every now and again because he's fast but yeah he's just not a real he's just not a real receiver I don't think and um Sky Moore is interesting like he got, I started working on him on the with the rookie report yeah. and they're they're like I think they're kind of trying to figure out what they want to do with him because um they lined him up as like an X receiver uh against Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then against um the Raiders he was much more of like a move around the formation pre-snap type so I think they're kind of getting him experience at all of these wide receiver spots um but I don't think anybody has the thing with Sky Moore that's tough is I don't think that anybody has played poorly enough to lose especially now after Michael Harmon scores three touchdowns <laughs> you know there nobody's know. played poorly Oops. enough to like absolutely lose their job to to the right. second round rookie and and these are all this is the thing that kills me is like why is Sky Moore playing and not playing this is a huge concern it's like well they did whether you think they made a mistake or not they paid MVS a boatload of money they paid Juju a good bit of money like McCole Hardman's still a second round pick from a few years ago they're going to try to get these guys chances but and so far like you know, MBS is MBS. He's been a ghost, and then he has 100 yards on four targets, and Juju has been Jeez. Juju so far. So um, pretty much to be expected, and, and the Chiefs offense is number one in EPA per play. So, Well, we and go. I was going to say, we always go back to this, right? Like, of course, when we're talking about in fantasy and all these – but, like, at the end of the day, the, the Kansas City offense still is great. 
It's yeah. still awesome. Andy Reid has these guys in the right spots, playing the right positions, doing the right things. And Mahomes has been incredible, taking whatever the defense gives him, and then every now and again forcing a throw downfield. And you know what? It doesn't it's it's fine. Force that throw, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because because he's do a it. yeah, because he can do it. He's an absolute wizard and a mastermind working with an evil genius or a, a good genius or whatever in Andy Reid. And those two genius. guys, yeah, a wholesome genius, man. And it's just, <laughs> I mean, those two guys working together. Oh my God. It's, it's special. Anyways, I just wanted to say my bad, Mr. Nicole Hardman. Okay. <laughs> hey, one quick, yeah. one quick story about McCole Hardman too. Yeah. Um, I had to, in a league I'm in with a bunch of, it's a bunch of other uh, analysts and stuff like that. Um, I had to make a last minute emergency addition because of injuries off the waiver wire. Okay. Um, I was like, Oh man, I just, I need it. Uh, also I traded in that league. I traded T Higgins for Kenneth Walker. So um, yeah, feeling good, feeling good going into the week, but I had to make an emergency at, I added McCole Hardman and started no, him at didn't. the last minute, but I still lost. Cause I took a zero from a straight zero from James Robinson. Uh, so had I not done that, I might have Fortunately, oh, that that uh, that did not work. I was like, you know what? I don't deserve to win. I don't des- even if McCole Hardman putting up like thirty something points. I don't deserve <laughs> that. So yeah, I was about to be the only fantasy player on planet Earth that was going to benefit from McCole Hardman's three right. um, three three touchdown game. But uh, the universe slapped me back and said, no, 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 that's not going to happen. So you're going to. This is totally this is totally random, and then we got to get out of here because the show's running long. But um, I feel like this season, I know scoring is down and fantasy points are are way down from last year, but this season in particular, I don't remember there being this many high-profile guys to just give you a straight-up, flat-out zero. Like, James Robinson, zero. Romeo Dobbs, zero. Like, Devontae oh, Smith, man. week one, zero. <laughs> there have been so many players where you're like, wait a second, you're you're actually a viable like NFL like starter. You should not be getting... Z- There's more zeros than I ever remember in fantasy football this year. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Dawson Knox, I feel like at one point gave us a zero. <laughs> um, yeah, by, by the way, Romeo Dobbs. Yeesh. I do. Yeesh. I, I, yeah, I don't even know what to think about Romeo Dobbs moving forward. He, he really has put together like three games that have not been good. Came out, he came out looking great first half, first drive yeah. really against Tampa Bay. I thought he kind of maybe was ready to put the league on notice a little bit and then nah he, he, he then just ended up being a late round rookie like, like we yeah saw, he's a day know. three rookie and they're over a line <laughs> right. on him that is that oh, is 100 percent for sure and yeah. my god sammy watkins is back and sammy watkins still looking a little thick out there so, <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> all right there you go